Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for April 19th, 2016, the new series right here in the Weekend Show Network where I talk about a different topic every day for as long as I possibly can. Not the talk for as long as I can, but do the every day for as long as I can. My name is Gary Kidney, and today I'm talking about true crime. And by true crime, I don't mean the series of PS2 video games from the noughties, which I don't really remember much about, but I remember they were basically Grand Theft Auto clones. No, I'm talking about true crime as in the genre of television books. Movies, I suppose. There are probably true crime movies, but I don't think I've ever seen any. Mostly inspired by Netflix's Making a Murderer, released last year, around Christmas. It felt like it was dumped by Netflix at the time, because, like, Christmas isn't a time you release things. Though I suppose at the same time, it's like, when will people have time to binge-watch something? When will people have time to binge-watch an entire series about somebody murdering somebody and whether or not they're guilty? And when will they talk about it? Maybe Christmas is the ideal time for that. Who knows? But I'm not going to talk about uh, Making a Murderer in the sense that I'm not going to like just come through the facts and try and try and determine whether whether or not anybody was guilty and whether or not anyone deserved to go to jail, whether or not Stephen Avery was guilty. But I'm I'm more going to talk about it as a genre. If, if uh, my broad opinion is, uh, there was wrongdoing there probably, but I think that's on both sides. But who am I to judge? And that's going to be something I'm going to talk about. Now, Making Murder was released last year by Netflix. Ten episode season going through the, the minutiae of, of Stephen Avery's basically life story as opposed to individual case where he was arrested once, got away with it. Well, not got away with it. He was exonerated. Got away with it implies he was guilty the first time, which I don't know. Um, and then he was arrested again and convicted. I'm less interested in, in the case as to the genre itself because it first came along with Serial just the case of Adnan Syed, uh, Sarah Koenig's NPR podcast, which, which is kind of it went through the very same thing. It was the, the minutia of a, a case where somebody is murdered and somebody who's been accused of being guilty, and the person accused of being guilty uh, pleaded their innocence no matter what, and basically is left to determine to the, the listener more than anything else, do you think they're guilty or not? And I've, I feel very slimy liking that. I feel very slimy, you know, listening to a case where, like, a real person died, a real human being was killed, and entertainment is being made out of it. Making a Murderer is, is particularly bad about this, because it's it's less it's less documentary and more entertainment. It, they, they, they've turned it into kind of almost a drama, because there's, there's cliffhangers and there, there's dramatic music and it's constructed in a way to try and hook you it's constructed in the same way like daredevil is to try and get you to watch the next episode which for for a case where a real human being has died that seems like extraordinarily sleazy to me and i i, I don't like enjoying it and that's the thing I'm, I'm i'm not sitting on my high horse saying none of you people should enjoy it because i've listened to every episode of serial i've watched every episode of making a murderer i have enjoyed these things myself and, that, and that, that's where this is kind of coming from, this idea that is is true crime a genre that should really exist. And it did exist long before, uh, like, serial. The true crime was a thing, like, particularly in books, you see them all the time. There's, like, true crime sections in the library and bookshops. Who goes to libraries anymore? Libraries are great, I assume. I've never been to one in, like, probably a good 15 years. And all that, and now it's kind of invaded the areas of television more. But even then, I think Investigation Discovery is the name of that Discovery Channel, which is basically just a bunch of true crime shows over and over and over again. What's interesting is a serial, because serial, the first season, took over the world with, with kind of a, a, I don't want to say cut and dry murder case, but that's basically what it was. Whereas season two, which was Bob Bergdahl's case, and whether we went AWOL with kind of cause, and he was kidnapped by the Taliban and then escaped, 
is has le has gained considerably less traction, which is interesting to see, and it, it goes back to why we might actually enjoy these things. Is it a case that they really do have to be entertaining? Because like season two of Serial is extraordinarily well reported. It's it's probably better reported than the first season. It's it's really they go into very great detail, but it's just not compelling. And that's the thing. We're talking about real human beings in real cases and whether or not they're compelling. Which goes back to actually a scene in Making a Murderer where I think it was the producer of Dateline was talking about finding cases and that they they want to find the best murders because, you know, murder is hot, murder sells. They're sifting through the, like, crime photos and, and newspaper reports to try and find the most interesting reports to put on television so people will watch them. Turning, like, real-life tragedies into entertainment and literally that's that, that was their goal. That's what they were going up to try and achieve. It's like, oh, look! He's been murdered, but the wife denies that she did it. Oh, it's perfect for TV. Yeah. Which, that makes me feel bad. It, it makes me feel like I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. And it's even worse when I enjoy it. Why do people like it, though? Like, why is it the Sherlock Holmes factor? You know, that they put on their hat and stick their pipe in their mouth and go out saying, deducing whether or not they were guilty, because that, that seems a lot of what has happened. Even, like, the lawyers for, for Stephen Avery have now gone out and they're doing a stage show. They're actually cashing in off it, which, you know, you can't blame them, but it still feels super sleazy. It's cashing in off something that's cashing in off death. It's created its own little cottage industry. There's podcasts about serial, spin-off podcasts, like the serial is a podcast, and then there's podcasts about a podcast. And now I'm doing a podcast about a podcast about a podcast, so I'm feeding into that loop even more by even mentioning it. But it's, it's created its own cottage industry, but, like, is it just kind of morbid intrigue? It's a thing we assume none of us would ever do, and we want to know why someone would do it. Like, I'd never murder somebody. I'm saying that on the record, so <laughs> it can be dragged out if I ever snap and go crazy, but I'm never going to murder somebody. I can never even think of murdering somebody. Is that the reason I find it so, like, people find it so interesting to watch the circumstances that they believe would lead somebody to murdering somebody? Apparently we're obsessed with serial killers, too. Apparently we're more obsessed with serial killers than we are with like murder in general, it's the serial killers that really draw us in. And tragedy in general, like news, the, the idea that bad news sells, it's the reason these like news reports rarely report good things, it's always bad things, because that's what people tune in to watch. Is it the, the car crash factor that we just can't look away? These are my musings on true crime. Again, not the game franchise. Streets of LA or New York. Those weren't very good games. Surely not. They were Grand Theft Auto clones. I've now gone off on a detour about <laughs> true crime streets of LA. I'm interested to know other people's perspectives. Why, why, if you liked Serial, why did you like it? Did you feel bad about liking it? Hit me up on Twitter, at GarrettKidney, J-O-R-E-T-T-K-D-N-A-Y. But that's, that's our show for today. Relatively small one. These are going to be most of the shows. I'm, I'm aiming for like 10, 15 minutes for most episodes, not like, you know, 40, 50 minutes. Every so often there'll be a long one, but like, especially if it's just me, if I don't have a guest, which hopefully, like tomorrow we will have a guest. Yeah, that's, that's our hook, my hook for tomorrow. But that's that's my show for today, for April the 19th. Uh, tune in tomorrow for a talk about Bloodborne. Video game. Little, little, uh, the only thing more depressing than murder is Bloodborne. Um, but that's it. Uh, check out the rest of the podcast network here on the Weekend Show Podcast Network. The podcast network. It's a thing. It's official. It's real. 
Uh, it also has the weekend show, which also features me in a minor capacity, uh, <laughs> and also hosted by Ken Kidney, the wonderful Ken Kidney. There's 30 odd episodes of that, so you can check that out. You can find episodes of Podcast Today right here on the weekend show at soundcloud.com forward slash You can find it on, uh, if you search TWSKK on iTunes, and also you can find it on YouTube. So thanks for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye bye.